You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. Amen. I'm so encouraged already by the speakers that we've had. Uh, Angelica... Uh, with uh, Catherine and MJ, it was just amazing. I could have listened to them for hours, so I want to just give them a round of applause. Um, that was actually um, Catherine's very first time public speaking, and um, she did an amazing job. And I got, up, I came up to her in the fellowship break and said, you know, well done. And I heard from sisters that she loved it up here. So, Uh, even more and more. So thank you so much already for all the women who spoke. Thank you for all of those who are here. I see some new faces and some old faces, um, some guests. So it's really, really encouraging. I think this next talk will be great. I think um, what I think will be most powerful will be the prayer groups that we're going to have after. Amen. But I'm going to get right into my portion um, of the lesson today, which is well done in converting the heart. Come on. And uh, let's turn to 1 Corinthians 3, if we could. I'm starting in verse 5. What, after all, is Apollos and what is Paul? Only servants, through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his or her task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes all things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are God's co-workers in service for him. You are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. Why care about converting the heart? Why should we even care? Because it is our responsibility to be good and faithful servants, to build wisely, so that when the time comes, when the day comes, what we have built will be tested by fire and will get to heaven. That is our each and every one of our responsibility. We are given the task to be Jesus for others on earth. Jesus said in Matthew 28, go and make disciples. That is our task. That is why we're here. That's why we were created. As MJ said, we were created to give God's God, God glory. But he defines it even further and says, you give me glory when you are me in the world. Yes. He, God stooped down and said, you people can make this plan alive. So it's so important to be responsible and wise servants. And I think 
it all starts to me, as this scripture illustrates so well, is about humility. We are nothing. We are nothing. There actually isn't really a technique. I'm going to give you things today that can help us convert our heart. But it is the Holy Spirit that will transform us. And that is where we can be wise. We need to allow the Holy Spirit and have the humility and in that the obedience to let the Holy Spirit work through us so that the person can be transformed to Jesus. In fact, Jesus is the foundation. We cannot build on ourselves. We shouldn't even build on the church. We can't sell a scheme. We can't say we've got a great kids ministry. We do have all those things. But the foundation of transforming and converting hearts needs to be Jesus Christ. And that comes with a humility. I think we need to remember that we are co-workers. As a church, sisters, we need to work together to transform and convert hearts. It's not one person's job and it's not one person's glory. It's for God's glory. So if there's competitiveness in your heart or pride, the Holy Spirit will not work and he will block you. I also believe that God through converting hearts, is helping us convert our hearts. Yeah. Each person we study with, whatever they're going through, teaches us something about our own heart. And it was so encouraging to get together with the sisters from Amsterdam yesterday. We had a great deed time. And there was things that they, they, were, they, were, they were asking about some studies. And it was so clear, the Holy Spirit made it so clear that there was things that, that these women that they were studying with were, were in fact... They won't be able to convert them because of the things in their heart that they needed to deal with. You know, and sometimes God wants to dig deep in our hearts to help others. So I think having the humility to always remember we are constant progress. We are not, we haven't just, we don't land when we get baptized, we're not perfect. We're being transformed daily. And those that we study with, we can learn from those studies as well. As I do word studies, as I do seeking God studies, I'm convicted. And we need to humbly share and share our walk with God as we are trying to convert others. I think humility is the key. Turn to quickly to John 1. We're going to look at Jesus and see how he converted their hearts. Obviously, uh, a short lesson like this isn't the be-all and end-all, but it hopefully will get the wheels in motion um, and start a conversation. We can have a conversation with each other. How do we convert? How can we do this better? In John 1, verse 35, The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying. They spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. The question here that Jesus asks is profound. What do you want? What do you want, sisters? What do you want? When people study the Bible, what do they want? What are they looking for? What is in their heart of hearts? And a lot of times they don't know. Like these disciples didn't say, we want Jesus. They said, where are you staying? <laughs> they were worried, worried about his accommodation. They didn't really know how to answer that. So he said, okay, come, come. Spend the day with me. And, I'm, and, and the Bible goes on to say that, that when they did that, they brought their friends. It was a natural response. They said, we have found the Lamb of God, the Messiah. Peter, Peter knew he was the Messiah. And Jesus ch- changed his name. 
That is the point we need to really, when we meet people, when we study with people, we need to get to the heart. What do they want? Now, a lot of people want a lot of things. A lot of people may want a nice church. I want a prayer group. I want a good kids ministry. Some of us are more social. We want fun. We want friendship. Maybe we want a date and find a godly man. Those are all good things in and of themselves, but they're, and they're, but they're a means to an end. They're a way that, that Jesus, we need as we convert hearts to make sure that we, the answer to that question, what do you want, is Jesus and nothing else. That's our goal. They need to want Jesus. And the studies are a vehicle and a tool that God has given us to be able to get to that answer. That's all they are. They're just scripture. Powerful. But they are a means to an end. And I think sometimes we can put our faith in, okay, we're good seeking God, we're now seeking God. Tick. That's not how it works. If they, have, if they haven't been transformed and they're not seeking God within that, say, so stay there. Yes. Why? Ask why. That's the other thing. Write down, ask why all the time. Why? I didn't read my Bible. Why? I didn't have time. Why? Because um, I had homework. Why didn't you make time? Could you have made, you know, ask why a lot. Yeah. Get to the root, get to the heart. Don't, look, don't be content with superficiality. And finally, I think the studies are so incredible because of, you know, when we think of seeking God, what you're trying to get their heart to see is that God desires a relationship with them. He's seeking them. He's seeking them. When we think about the word study, we want them to fall in love with the truth. We want them to fall in love with the standard because you're going to use that standard to disciple them and they're not going to make you don't like the truth. The truth hurts. Yeah. But you've got to help them love the truth. When I think of discipleship, you need to help them fall in love with God's plan that, that He chose you, sinner and all, to, to, to help the earth become saved. They need to buy into that and become a heroine in that. When I think of the kingdom, the kingdom is amazing. That's the closest thing that we'll get to heaven on earth. Yeah. The friendships, the love. When I think of light and darkness... They need to be broken. That, that is such a pivotal study. They need to be broken from the heart. They need to have godly sorrow. They, their repentance needs to produce deeds. If they haven't, stay there. And then finally, the cross study. That is the epitome, the pivotal, the, the crux of what it's all about. You've set them up. They're reading their Bible. They're studying the Bible. They're confessing the cross. That's what it's all about. It's when God came to earth and became obedient to death as a dying man on the most disgraceful death anyone could die on the cross for us. And when someone really gets that, the answer will be, I want Jesus. I love you guys. Thank you so much. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org.uk. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events or devotionals you can find all that on our website also once again we'd like to thank you for listening 
and we'll catch you on the next one.